Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition, or I guess this edition in general, of the Strategic Planning Podcast with Mike Flanders. I've been doing so many of these lately, I forget what I'm doing right this minute. Mike, how are you, bud? You doing okay? Yes, sir. I'm doing well. I'm uh, just uh, sheltering in place, as they say, yeah. as uh, I hope many people are being able to do that without much difficulty. You know, it takes away the element of surprise when I'm doing all these podcasts and shows saying, you know, what'd you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> answers pretty much the same across the board. Uh, yeah. Nobody's doing anything. Boy, just the craziest time. It's just unbelievable, isn't it? It, it is. But, you know, you, you can't um, make uh, uh, good out of the time. I mean, quite frankly, I've been able to get a ton of work done on some projects that have languished just for not having the time to focus in and, and have a block of time on it. I've got a major uh, change happening in the business with uh, clients uh, that we're moving some of the uh, accounts. And um, so that's been exciting and being able to get to that and talk to a lot of those folks. But additionally, um, just from a family and personal standpoint, we happen to live next door to our daughter, our oldest daughter and her family. And uh, so we all sat out by uh, uh, fire in the fire pit last night, socially distancing properly probably double the distance and uh, just enjoyed, uh, you know, relaxing and in, in the sunset and uh, being outdoors. And it's, it's been a good time to reflect and think about the things that are important. And um, we've planted a garden. Well, we haven't planted it. We prepared a garden. We're getting ready to gotcha. put the plants right. in. So a lot of different things going on uh, that have been positive um, that way. So I think, you know, it's how you use your time and it can be very productive time. Um, yeah, but I, I know agree. that some people are struggling yeah, um, definitely. with with being out of work, not getting a paycheck and that sort of thing. So I, I certainly uh, respect that. And um, I just want to say this too, just right off the bat, if you happen to be listening to this and um, you're in need of something, uh, you can anonymously without having it publicized, contact me and I will help you out. And uh, oh, I just want awesome, you to know man. that yeah, if, if if you're having some problems, uh, let me know. Um, I really want to be of assistance if I can, and it will be just between you and me. So 336-706-2605 is my cell phone number. I didn't plan that. It just kind of came to my heart as I was talking. So, uh, and I really mean it. So. Well, I, you know what? And that's awesome. There's so many things going on. I mean, it's just obviously clearly unprecedented times that we're all in and we are doing our best to get through it. And, uh, and so sometimes people do, you know, people just need some help and there's certainly nothing wrong with asking for some help. And, and absolutely uh, not. And if you feel like you need to reach out to Mike and, if you feel like you need to reach out to him uh, for, you know, from the financial side, of course, that's what we do yep. here on the podcast. We're available. At, you know, we're Mike and I have been doing social distancing anyway because, you know, <laughs> he's he's over there in uh, in uh, Colfax and uh, and I'm down in the Sanford area here in North Carolina. So, we you know, we just do it remotely anyway. So we've been doing Zoom before it was fashionable. You and I were. Oh, yes, that's right. Before <laughs> but, they required a password and, and uh, you know, to keep the hackers out. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. But if you if you do have some concerns, Concerns, folks, with anything we talk about on any of the podcasts, whether they're past ones you're listening to or current ones, as we talk about things going on in the new world and the new reality, please, please, please check with a qualified professional before you take action. And today's topic is actually going to be actions the government has taken uh, and things that have uh, you know been 
transpired in the past couple of weeks to help us out from an aid standpoint. So we want to make sure that we are mentioning what these are. But then also, again, if you aren't sure how this might affect your plan or lack thereof, please check with a qualified professional or get with someone, start working with someone to have a plan in place. Because not only are we sitting, Mike, in this time of we're kind of stuck sitting on our hands waiting to be told when we can get back to normal life. And that Mm. part we don't have any control over. But we do have control over how we want to, you know, start structuring things coming out of this or at least attempt to, right? We don't have to just wait to react. We can be proactive. Yes. So uh, there's some things in this the government's done for us that may help us with that. And then again, working with a financial advisor like Micah Financial Coach uh, at Strategic Planning Corporation can help. So here we go. Without further ado, let's talk about some of the stuff the government has done. First and foremost, if you hadn't heard, and you probably have heard most of these folks, but hopefully we'll give you something extra to think about. We pushed back the tax filing deadline to July 15th. So if you hadn't done your taxes yet, and at the time we're taping this podcast, you would have been scrambling because you got about a week to go. Um, now you've got much longer till July 15th, right? Yep, you sure do. You know, the normal date is July. I mean, it's not July. <laughs> the normal date is April 16th because they've instituted some years ago a Washington, D.C. tax day, uh, some kind of a holiday. And so it seems to always get pushed to April 16th instead of the common 15th date. But now we're pushing to July 15th. One thing just to be aware of, that also pushes some other deadlines, uh, like the deadline for making your 2019 IRA contribution if you have not done that yet. And that's for traditional IRAs and or Roth IRAs. That's a good point, yeah. Yep. So you want to you want to take advantage of that extra time if you need it to gather the money, pull it together, uh, do that sort of thing. And um, one thing I want to say about the tax deadline mm-hmm. uh, being adjusted Depending on the state you are resident in and filing in, the deadline for the federal government has been moved to July 15th. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, all of the states have conformed to that so that you do not have to file the state tax return until July 15th also. But not all states have said that there are no penalties and interest charged on any tax that was due on April 15th that is unpaid. Now, most of them have said, if I'm not mistaken, that penalties won't be charged. But interest in some cases, as is the case in North Carolina, uh, there is uh, in in the, the general statutes of the state of North Carolina, you can't suspend interest on payments of taxes that are not made in a timely manner based on the way it's set up in the law, which calls for uh, an April 15th payment deadline. So if you do um, have an amount that's going to be due to the state of North Carolina, and hopefully you've gotten a read on that in terms of taking a look at your taxes and getting ready for it as though it was going to be due on the 15th of April, which wasn't but a week ago that we found out it wasn't, then you may want to go ahead and pay the taxes on the state of North Carolina portion. You don't have penalties interest charged on federal taxes that are delayed and not paid until July 15th. Everybody has their own opinions and feelings about that. Some people just want to get it done and out of the way. Others want to pay it as late as they can. If you don't have a huge amount on the state, I suppose it doesn't hurt to wait until the 15th of July, but it's not going to be that much interest. But uh, you do want to be aware of that, that you you may pay it July 15th, but you'll get a bill from the state of North Carolina for the 
interest that was incurred from April 15th until July 15th. Oh, so, that's that's really great information to know. Yeah, I, I, you know, it was one of those things we keep thinking about things from a federal level, but we yeah. don't really think about it from the state level. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, you, you need to get done in that respect. And so I guess every state probably, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if they're all going back to the July 15th or not, but yeah, that's a good I, point. I think if I'm not mistaken, they all did conform that way. Um, but I, I've got a, a table that uh, looks at the different states as to how they're treating payment of taxes after July 5th or after April 15th, excuse me. And uh, boy, I hope I don't get too used to this July 15th thing and think it's going to be the way it is from <laughs> I know, here on out. It's I strange, keep on right? Mixing that up. <laughs> I know. It's really strange. Well, if you're a small business owner, or I guess if you pay quarterly taxes, something to note too as well. Uh, and mm. Micah, any of this, correct me if I'm wrong, but first quarter taxes, which we would also pay normally around April 15th, has been pushed back to July 15th. But second quarter quarterly taxes, if you pay that way, is actually still due June 15th, a right. month so ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, so your second quarter is right. actually due before your first quarter is. Yeah, so definitely plan accordingly if you if you have to, you know, have the money set aside or whatever it is that you need to do to pay that. Yeah, check that out. I mean, if you happen to do your own tax return and and all, um, check with a professional about uh, your state and your locality. What are the requirements as far as estimated quarterly payments, both on the federal and state level, and so forth, and as well as timing of uh, the payment of any taxes due from the preparation of the return? So, yeah, check that out. To be Good sure. information. Now, something that works that goes kind of hand in hand with this, Mike, with the recovery rebate, which I guess is what they're calling the stimulus check, is the fact that you, we, as we mentioned with taxes, if you have not filed your 19 taxes, then it's going to go off of the 18 taxes for. Or how they're dishing out this money, which is you know the twelve hundred dollars per per adult for seventy five thousand and less, so on and so forth. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the way it's uh, working as far as calculating whether you qualify for all or some of it or none of it uh, is looking at that eighteen tax return, and um, if you have not filed the nineteen return. However, there are a number of people that don't have a requirement to file income tax returns because of the nature of their income and their age and that sort of thing. And uh, not to fear, though, they are looking at that from the standpoint of taking a look at your Social Security. If you're receiving a Social Security check, uh, they're going to go ahead and get that out to you and just make the assumption. Um, Don't know if they'll come back and say, prove that you know you didn't have income over this amount of uh, seventy-five thousand per person or one hundred fifty thousand for a family um, joint filing, uh, married filing jointly return. Excuse me, but yeah, a family of four uh, with uh, two parents and uh, two children, you're looking at thirty-four hundred dollars coming to them. And um, if you do go over the one hundred fifty thousand dollars of taxable income then you do start to phase out and a, a portion of that $1,200 per adult starts to go away. But okay. um, yeah. that's And that's good information. I mean, obviously most people kind of know this already, but for a lot of our listening audience and that's, you know, pre-retirees and retirees, if you are living on just social security only, my understanding is that because you don't file taxes, you thinking maybe I'm not getting anything, but my understanding is that they will as well. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right, so that kind of covers that stimulus check, if you will. So let's talk a little bit about some of the information that they've changed or done for investors and retirees and all those kinds of things. So, for example, RMDs, 
They have uh, wiped those out for 2020. They are no longer required, but they are also not backing those up. They're not making it to where you also owe them in 21 either. It's just basically being forgiven. Am I understanding? It is forgiven. Yep. They're eliminated. They're not going to be due later or made up later. Which could be a a great tool. You know, that could be a great thing for a lot of people that could find, they could find, you know, do some good uses with how you're doing your planning, but that could change your planning. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it certainly does. Um, you know, there's um, a couple of situations. Like, for instance, right now uh, with the market down, um, I've been having discussions with a number of my clients about um, doing Roth conversions because when the value of your traditional IRA account is down and you want to convert it, uh, you are converting a greater percentage of the account at a lesser value, which means you have less tax to pay on the conversion over to the Roth. And then, of course, you let the rebound occur in the market and it happens in a tax-free account versus an account that you'll pay taxes on everything in it. So it's a a great benefit. Now, I had a gentleman, we did some tax uh, pro formas to see how much should we convert to keep him at a certain level of taxation on the conversion. And um, then after this happened, we realized, wait a minute, he's not going to have to take his RMD this year. We can convert that too, because we had calculated that into his total income to figure out how much. So we bumped up the conversion a little bit more, did a follow-on conversion for that additional amount. That is a planning opportunity for you if you are in the process of trying to get yourself to a point where you have a tax-free or mostly tax-free retirement by having money in non-taxed accounts versus in taxable accounts. Uh, Doing a Roth conversion right now could be very good. And you have that extra buffer of not having a required distribution this year to um, take into income because you can't convert the RMDs. They have to be taxed. One other little thing that many people are not aware of is if you um, had a 2019 required minimum distribution, in other words, you turned 70 and a half last year, and you just decided to defer, like uh, sometimes we'll do that with folks that are planning to retire in the next year after they turn 70 and a half, and therefore they won't have the big paycheck. We'll defer that first required distribution into the next year. You have to do it by April 1st of the year following the year you first are required to take the RMD. If they have not yet taken that 2019 amount, they don't have to take it. So it's just forgiven. It's gone. Oh, interesting. And the 2020 is gone. So they won't have to take their first RMD until 2021. Hmm. Now, there was a law that changed last year in December, about four months ago, um, that also changed that from 70 and a half to 72 for people turning 70 and a half after January 1 of this year. So if you turn 70 and a half last year, you still have to do the RMDs now and going forward. But if you didn't turn 70 and a half until this year, you don't have an RMD this year, even if they hadn't forgiven them based on this coronavirus situation. So, you know, you, you go forward without that, that issue there, but it doesn't matter how old you are this year. If you're 71, 72, 82, 102, it doesn't matter. You don't have an RMD for this year. Also, that applies for people with beneficiary traditional or beneficiary Roth IRAs. You know, both those do have RMDs. They don't have that requirement either. And it doesn't matter how old you are there, if you're six or 26. 
you don't have that RMD <laughs> for this year. Gotcha. Okay. So keeping with that theme, Mike, also now a lot of people, obviously they're hurting when they're sending out the, these checks that's meant to help get us through this period. And we've had questions and different shows, different formats, things have come in in different ways saying, you know, what if I need to dip into, you know, some of my retirement accounts to get me through this. And so for people who are under, you know, traditionally we, we all know that there's a penalty if you are under 59 and a half and you access, you know, your IRA or your 401k. Now they have waived the penalty as well, um, but it is taxable. It's still a taxable event. Yeah. You include that money that you take out of it up to a hundred thousand is the limit mm-hmm. uh, out of your IRA or your 401k and, and you include it in income this year. However, uh, this is a real strange, this is a precedent, um, I guess you'd say. You can actually pay that back over the next three years and, and put it back into your IRA. Now, here's what happens. Okay. They will allow you on the amount you take out. Let's just say you did the maximum amount. You took 100000 out. You're under 59 and a half. You pay no penalty. We're not sure on the law if you can do it if you're over 59 and a half and uh, do this next piece I'm going to talk about. Obviously, if you're over 59 and a half, you don't have that 10% early distribution penalty. But um, the next thing that occurs is you take it out. You don't have the penalty, but you do have to include it in income. But you can spread the tax out over three years. So if you include the 100000 in your income this hmm, year, you figure the tax and you only pay one third of it this year. You pay another third of it in 2021 and the last third of it in 2022. And when I say that, you're actually paying it in the following years when you're paying your tax uh, right. you're, you're doing your taxes for 2021 and 22. So you, you, you pay it, you can spread it out that way. You also can spread out and over the next three years, anytime you want to put the money back in. So you um, get to, it's kind of like a, it's a, it is, it's a loan. Right, right. Redeposit it. So you've never had that on IRAs before. They've always been, uh, since they were established in 1974 under ERISA, the rule was no loans from individual retirement accounts. Well, now you can do it. Well, you know, and Mike, all of these pieces that we're talked about, they could um, play a significant piece into how you get through the virus or how you are looking to do things on the other side. You know, like we mentioned, when we kicked the, this podcast off. It's it's all about having a, a strategy and a plan and working with somebody to, you know, take advantage of the places where we can take advantage of or be aware of the things we need to be aware of so that we can adjust accordingly. Right. And we, I mean, it's just never been a better time to be working with an advisor. Yep. I'll tell you uh, just one little tip uh, for any of you that have already taken your RMD for 2020. Okay. Maybe you took it early in the year. If you are still within 60 days of the date that money was distributed to you, you can do a one a one time in 12 month rollover. This isn't a special rule under the new law. This is something that's been around uh, for a few years now. You, you have every 12 months, you can do one 60-day rollover. And what that means is where you take the money out and you actually get the money. It's not being transferred directly from one IRA or a 401k to an IRA, uh, that kind of thing. This is where you actually get the cash. And as long as you put it back into your IRA or another IRA, whichever, within 60 days of the distribution date, it's a rollover and it doesn't count as income for you this year. So if that's something that would work well for you and you can access money from another place, if you actually needed that, that could be something you could do, but you better move on it quick because probably you're getting close to the end of your 60 days if you haven't already missed it. And there is no leeway on that 60 days. It's not two months. It's 60 days. Exactly. You wow. pass okay. it, you don't get to roll it over. 
All right. Well, I know we're already at 20 minutes and we've covered a lot of ground here, folks. So again, I wanted to remind folks that, you know, again, please, if you've got questions about how this could affect you or what you should be doing or not doing, please talk with your advisor. If you're not working with an advisor, reach out to Mike. And and I will mention the final piece real fast. And we can't even begin to get into all of the stuff on this one. But if you are a small business owner and you're listening to the show or you're a pre-retiree or whatever the case is, the Paycheck Protection Program, uh, which is now available to apply for, you need to go through your your local bank, your local uh, lender that is SBA, I guess, supported or whatever. And you can go to SBA.gov to find out. But they are doing forgivable loans as long as you are using that money to keep your staff employed and not make, you know, you're not, you don't reduce any staff and things of that nature. It's really unbelievable some of the stuff that they're doing and making available. It is. And be creative. Don't assume you don't qualify. Check it out. Yeah, uh, everybody. The application. Check it, yeah. It's extremely easy to do the application. Yep. It's all online. Uh, we'll, we'll be happy to give you any help if you need it, you know, just as some guidance there. But that and also unemployment, if you are, have lost your job and maybe you were only working part time or whatever, go apply. Yeah, it's, you never know. This is your money. Yeah. This is your money. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're extending that. They're extending some of the payments to self-employed workers. Uh, and and I think for freelancers and self-employed people, I think you can apply for that forgivable loan absolutely. from the SBA. I think starting the 10th, yep. uh, which uh, by the time we're taping this prior to the 10th, but it's going to air just after that. So go ahead, folks. And again, if you've got questions, reach out to a qualified professional. Talk to Mike. Call him. Hit him up. As he mentioned, if you need help, he'll be. he's here to help. Help, uh, for retirees, pre-retirees, and probably really just anybody that needs some help. Mike's yep. just an all-around good dude. So reach out to him. Let him know you want some help at Strategic Planning Corporation. That's the name of the company. Mike Flanders is your financial coach here in the area. 336-668-4338 is how you can call him at the office there and reach out to him. 336-668-4338. You can do virtual meetings and all the stuff we're all learning about and doing on a regular basis now. Uh, we can still stay sheltered in place and do the right things we're supposed to do, but you can still be proactive and get the ball rolling. Go to spcinvesting.com. That is spcinvesting.com to get yourself going that way as well. Mike's got 42 years of uh, service uh, in the industry, so give him a jingle. Mike, my friend, thank you so much. Are you guys doing okay? You're safe and everything's good for now? Yes, sir. We're doing great. Appreciate it. I hope you guys are too and everyone here that's listening to us right now. Absolutely. So stay safe, stay sane. That's another piece we all need to do. Yes. And uh, and we'll get through this together as everyone is uh, saying on a regular basis. But reach out if you've got questions about these government actions and how they might affect your planning process. Talk to Mike at Strategic Planning Corporation, 336-668-4338. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform. Just type in Strategic Planning in the search box and you will find it. And we'll see you next time right here on the program. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.